Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you? I am good. I'm joined by a special guest today. If you want to go ahead and say hello and introduce yourself a little bit. Hi. <laughs> well, I'm Louise. <laughs> My book is Where Iron Meets Flame. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm excited to have you. We'll start with our token four questions. So the first one is, what's your favorite series? Um, The Infernal Devices. Great choice. Same. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love that one. I know that doesn't really count as a series, but I feel like it does. It's a trilogy, but... <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. What is an actual series? I think anything over two is a series. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah. Can we, like, include Chain of Gold in that? Because I feel like... <laughs> yeah. like It's connected. The, it's the right. whole family. <laughs> yeah, just put it all together. If The Last yeah. Hours and the Infernal Devices. Like, if you connect the two of them, definitely it's my a favorite. Series. Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. It's a universe, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite standalone? Heartless by Marissa Meyer. Ooh, I haven't yeah. read that one, but it's on my if shelf. If you want to cry... <laughs> you can read Great it choice. if you don't want to cry I don't recommend it <laughs> totally fair totally fair yeah, yeah I cry it doesn't matter if you reread it either it never gets better <laughs> it doesn't okay no. good good great <laughs> good to know yeah, it's a warning <laughs> yeah I've been had I've been staring at it for like quite some time it's just on my shelf but I haven't mm-hmm. gotten around to it because yeah like, you'll never look at lemons the same way <laughs> oh no <laughs> That sounds really random, but you won't. Oh no, I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I can get through that then. <laughs> Best of luck. Yeah, I'll pray for you. Yeah, I'll move that one up on my list, but now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, who is your ultimate book boyfriend? Uh, Will Herndale. <laughs> no question. As it should be. As it should be. <laughs> yeah. No questions asked. That's a great choice. I like that. Who's your ultimate book girlfriend? Ooh, I don't know. No, no, I'm. Hmm. I don't know, because I feel like the ones that I would pick are just because I, they remind me of myself, and that sounds really bad. That's fair, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Audrey Rose from Stalking Jack the Ripper. Okay, that's a great I like choice. her a lot. Or Tessa, obviously, because that yeah, goes yeah, with yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same no, book. That's fair. Yeah, same vibe, too. So <laughs> Same vibe, that's yeah. Fair. She's yeah. basically just girl version of him, so, you know. Right. Yeah, I like that. Those are okay. awesome. Those are both great choices. I do love Audrey. I like... I read most of Stalking Jack the Ripper, but I haven't finished the series. And everyone is just like, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm like, I have I know, read but... all but the last two. So I haven't finished them either. Yeah. I I yeah. like, I don't feel like I've been in like a big, long YA mood, like a long series YA in a mm-hmm. long time. And then I'm like, I really want to give them the time. And I feel like lately I've just been kind of like, yeah. if I read one book, I'm good. But if I were to like take the time to read all four... I, I just don't have it. Yeah, I saved them for Halloween. And then yeah. during Halloween, my book came out. So I wasn't yep. reading anything. And that wasn't a that. good idea. Totally so I was like, I don't want to read someone else's book right now. I need to be rereading and like, make sure I know what I'm talking about with mine. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so now I don't know if I'll wait till next year or just read it at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's this year, ha- I guess now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> it's a good it's a good halloween vibes one for sure yeah it is i feel like you can't read that during the summer (laughs) it'd be weird no i read stalking jack the ripper like a couple weeks before halloween Mm -hmm. and then i was her for halloween nice um last year yeah the uh, i can't and i can't never pronounce her last name but the author like reshared 
my cosplay of Audrey oh Rose, gosh. and I like That's awesome. I died. died. <laughs> it was really cool. That is so cool. Yeah, I Halloween love that. <laughs> yeah, like goal yeah. met. Yeah, it's like she die knows now. I exist. I can die now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so perfect I probably would as well um yeah. yeah so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started as an author um yes so well I don't I started because my friend um dared me one time that I couldn't write a book in like five minutes I didn't write a book in five minutes but she like we were backstage at a show because I've done theater since I was really little and so we were backstage at a show and we were writing little short stories. And I used to like write little fan fictions of her favorite characters and then give them to her. And she was like, you can't write anything original. And I was like, I bet I could. And so I wrote like the first page that's not even remotely close when I was 15. And then, and then I just, I really liked it and just kept going. And then like four years later, I published it. So that's awesome. I've never written anything else, which I mean, I've tried, but it sounds bad because I'm like, this is my first one. <laughs> and everyone's like, this is my fifth manuscript. I'm like, should I have tried more before <laughs> just going with this one? Yeah, I feel like if it's something you're really passionate about and you are able to get it published and like put it out in the world, like it's I think that's so rare. And it's honestly like better because I feel like that's that story is always the one that people love the most you know what I mean like the yeah. first one you ever wrote even if it's not like the most flushed out or whatever when you write it it's like I don't know I would I feel like I would have a really hard time writing like five and yeah, not doing I get anything really with attached them. yeah like that thing on Monsters Inc where like Mike Wazowski says if you name it you start getting attached to it yeah exactly. that's how I feel with the characters I name them and then I'm like I love you now yeah like if you're you mine can't now go anywhere right <laughs> yeah so when I'd have friends writing at the same time I'd have friends who would write books and then they'd start them and then they decide they didn't like it and so instead of fixing it they just go to something else and I'd always just keep refixing mine so the what it is now has like no resemblance to the first one at all yeah but I just I liked the characters so I just change everything around them See, but that's, like <laughs> that's like a second that's like that's like a second third fourth manuscript I feel like it should count but yeah so the only thing that stayed the same is the characters on like who they are awesome. that is it their hobbies are the same <laughs> yeah the vibe of them is the same yeah the, um, their vibe is the same everything else is a wreck <laughs> yeah everything else is different that's yeah. so cool so what made you decide to kind of go the indie publishing like self-publishing route versus you know query with a traditional publisher um I did query for almost a year and the same time, <laughs> once again, being attached to my characters, their complaint was that they didn't like my characters a lot of the time because I wanted to write realistic teenagers, but ones that weren't immature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they'd either say that they acted too young or they'd say they acted too old and that it needed to be like in the middle or they'd be like, I like the characters, but I don't think this one should be the main character. And I'm like, too bad. I like them. That is like the reason I wrote this book is because I want them. Yeah. So, and then I made this one reel when everyone was making that, like, would you read a book about? And they'd, like, put the plot. So I made, like, one of those. And it had so many people, like, messaging me and be like, just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. And I was like, okay. I mean, you got a point. So, so then I just stopped querying it. And I, like, emailed the agents who I had queried it to. And they're like, I'm not querying anymore. I'm going to do it myself. 
I had one person ask for the whole manuscript mm-hmm. and she read the whole thing and she just wanted like too much of the characters changed to where I was like, this won't be my book anymore. Yeah. And I really like it too much to like have someone gut it just so that right. it sells better. I was like, I'd rather have it not sell that well <laughs> and be like the book that I want. <laughs> yeah. And be New York Times bestseller, but it's like not at all what I wanted. So. Right. Like it's not even the same book. At that I point. get territorial. <laughs> Definitely. As you should. I mean, you created the characters and like, there's so much opportunity. I feel like, especially for you, like you're so young, there's so many chances for you to keep on keeping on and like honing your craft yeah. and like putting I was out like, the there's book. other books yeah. that they might like this one. I'm not changing. So I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Eventually awesome. I'll probably try again with something else that I'm not as like obsessed with yeah (laughs) I'll be like I'm okay with changing this (laughs) right something else maybe but this one like I had from the beginning planned five books Mm -hmm. now there might be six because I've thought of something else (laughs) but I had it like I knew where it started and then I knew five books later where it would end and obviously agents like just want the first one because they don't know how well people are gonna like it right I was like I can't sign on and do the first one and then them drop it and be like I'm done with you and be like there's so much more that you just stopped and for them to change it too like as you go later on as well as like yeah because then like the things i planned would never work and yeah yeah it'd just be a mess so (laughs) you might hear barking in the background that is once again the dog (laughs) that's totally fine so what made you decide to publish now and and put a put your book out in the world um i don't know if there was really a reason for the time it was just done and I was there were so many people that wanted it and I didn't want to wait so long and then like kind of forget that it existed you know and then like forget about it and then try to publish it when people were like I don't remember that so I just wanted to like it was already done so I hired an editor and I was like I want it out so that the people that want it can have it like yeah as soon as possible I still had to I had people interested in it last January I believe and I wasn't obviously able because of editing to put it out until October but I still had most of the people that had asked about it then went and bought the book. And so I was like, okay, we're good. <laughs> so That's I did awesome. it as soon as I could. I would have liked to have put it out like the moment everyone was like, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, how that works. Editing, editing takes a very long time. And yeah. it's a lot of time and money. And especially when you're hiring them yourself and you don't right. know how to do it. <laughs> so I was like, who do I hire? Like, how do, how do you edit a book? <laughs> totally fair <laughs> so yeah but I'm glad it went out in October though because it fit the spooky <laughs> yeah same yeah that's a really good vibe yeah. it's a spooky spooky one so not like yeah. horror but you know I want you to be a little spooked out <laughs> yeah for a lot of it it's a, like a you mystery should be a little uncomfortable yeah it's yeah. a mystery so you need to feel a little on edge <laughs> yeah if absolutely. there's already Halloween atmosphere around you like it's just it's a great time of year to read adding it. to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Stock and Jack the Ripper thing. It's better when you're in the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so what has it been like for you being a debut author in the age of bookstagram, book talk, all that kind of stuff? A lot of reels. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate them. Yeah. I'm one of the people that I like. I like Instagram when it was just photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do think, I don't think if it was still Instagram with just photos, my book obviously would not be out. So I think it's cool to find books and to be able to show people like what you picture. Yeah. Where you could have, you probably couldn't have been able to say it like that before or be like, this is how this city looks and you can show them a video. 
you know, like nobody did that before. So that part's cool. But, you know, Instagram can be a pain in the butt. Which yeah. Real this week and this one does well and this one doesn't. And <laughs> so yeah. it's hard to figure out what you need to share because every week it's different. And, like the songs change of what people are seeing more. and You have to like fit your yes. book to fit the trending song. And it's like. Or yeah. the moment of really, really excited when, like, a song that you have on your book playlist is, like, trending and you're like, yes, 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 yes. Yes, finally. <laughs> Making a reel, like, as soon as you can to make it fit. Yeah. Like, Enchanted by Taylor Swift is, like, a big song for this book. So when mm-hmm. it was trending, I posted the heck out of that song. You were, like, 50 reels. I was reels. like, you are going to be sick of this song when I'm done with it. That's awesome. So were you a bookstagrammer before you, like, queried and did all that stuff? I was... Um, well, I started it when I was querying, but I wasn't okay. sharing my own book. I was sharing other books or I was getting like sent indie books from other mm-hmm. authors and like reviewing them and stuff. And then I like from that, I kind of realized, oh, I can publish myself and like kind yeah. of figured it out that way. And I ended up being in a book trailer. So, okay. <laughs> so that was cool. So it's been weird. But yeah, I do like Instagram. I just think same time you love and you hate it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's great, but it's also horrible. <laughs> yeah. I feel similarly. I it's will wonder, have to agree. But I also wish it didn't exist. Right? <laughs> You're like, I couldn't live without it, but I also wish it didn't exist. Yeah, totally. Are you on Book Talk at all? No, I'm not. I Why feel is it like, you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to find fall down that rabbit hole too and have two things to keep up. Most of my people that follow me are on Instagram. So I'm like, you're already seeing it. I'm not going to go and yeah. do all that. <laughs> like, totally. One video is more than enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have different content on both sides, I'd probably just lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a lot of work to keep up with. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bless the people like, that do both. Where did you get the inspiration for your magic system and how it was sort of a little more like magical realism? Sort of. Yeah. Well, the first one I would say is a lot inspired by Clockwork Angel. Just the way she like kept fantasy and historical I really liked because a lot of the time when it's historical fantasy you feel like it's really more fantasy and that they didn't really care to research the history I'm a big history nerd <laughs> like I have the Declaration of Independence like pinned up on my board in front of me <laughs> so I'm a big history nerd so I was really obsessed with Victorian times and so I did originally did not plan for it to be a fantasy and then the whole curse in the book I was like that would be so cool <laughs> so then I had to like figure out how to mesh them both so I don't think the first one is as fantasy as you know most fantasy books but I once I read Clockwork Angel I was like oh it's okay to be in the middle <laughs> so I like that it's the best of both but it definitely gets more fantasy as the series goes on okay awesome but, yeah I really like that idea of like it being super historical and that's the time and the setting. But like also if something's unexplainable, it's like then that's mm-hmm. the fantasy element of it. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. and a lot of it too is because the girl, main character Lillian, obviously lives like the historical world. She has no idea that magic even exists. So yeah. I didn't want to like slap you in the face with magic in like the first <laughs> book. So it's very slowly of her being like, that can happen. Like that's possible. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I wanted just the reader to kind of be like, I did not know that was possible. Like as the series goes on with her 
instead yeah. of being like, here's the rules, memorize them now or nothing's going to make sense. Right, right. And kind of go on that journey with her. fantasy books can be really like overwhelming when they're like, this is the magic system. Why don't you understand? And I'm like, because you threw it at me. Like, right <laughs> because away. you gave it to me on page 20 and I forgot. Yeah. And now we're on page like 360. I do not remember why dragons do this one thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that is totally fair. I love that. Yeah, That's awesome. so I like to... I like to have the main character not understand so that we can just not know with her and yeah, go figure there. it out slowly. Yeah, I love that. And I think you did a really good job of kind of implementing like little elements here and there, but mm-hmm. still keeping you like in the dark just as much as Lillian was and like following her mm-hmm. on that path. Yeah, with everyone, and I wanted so. it to get stronger as she like learns how things work. Then mm-hmm. by the time you get to like the third and fourth book, you'll understand all the magic because she does. Yeah. And so, and then you'll see like her teaching the other characters and stuff about how this stuff works. And then you're on the other side of it. So it's, yeah, it's very much focused on her, even though yeah. know, it is a little point of view, but it is very, very focused she's, on Lillian. Sorry to Henry, yeah. but you know. <laughs> she's the main character. So, so. She's the main character, buddy. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you're just a side piece. So just kidding. He's just, yeah. He's going to be very mad. <laughs> so, where did you get your inspiration for your awesome cast of characters? Um, well, not she was she was very inspired by Queen Victoria. Mm-hmm. A lot of it even though she is obviously much later in the 1800s um than Queen Victoria was, but her situation of like waking up to find out she's the heir and waking up to find out like this happened and then like how she's so young and nobody like takes her seriously cuz there used to be these old monarchs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wanted like that of Queen Victoria being like nobody like knows what the heck this kid is doing because like imagine if we found out like an 18 year old is now the president of the united states right be like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> so i like that like everyone kind of doesn't doesn't believe in her as bad as it sounds so that you can kind of watch her figure it out so that's why i like queen victoria but henry wasn't really wasn't really inspired by anything he just kind of showed up <laughs> <laughs> He just showed up and I was like, I like this little doofus. I'm going to keep him. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and then he he honestly, he adds most of the humor. So I think if it was not with him, if it was just her, the book would be very boring. (laughs) Yeah. We need him. We always need like a good witty banter. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and he can be mean, but you know, we love him. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's awesome. And what made you decide to create such a large cast of characters? Because you do have, you know, quite a bit with the the band of thieves in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Big old family. I love, I love big casts. I don't like when it's like three main characters and like the other people we rarely see. I really love when it feels like when the characters like feel like a family. Mm -hmm. Like um, the Barricade Boys and Les Mis. Yeah. I really love how like... Um, in like the ABC Cafe song, like the red and black, you like see all of these guys and like you learn their names and it's like this big friend group, you know, and it feels like a one yeah. hug. So it's like you just love them. So I love that obviously they're not just boys in this group because you have the girls, but I just like that she kind of shows up and it's like there's this little family in the woods. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're my favorite found family. So <laughs> that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, I think you did a really great job of kind of bring them all together and making you be like, okay, I understand the dynamic here, but also I love that there's like opportunity for it to grow with, you know, yeah. her handmaiden and her and like all those sorts of things. So yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Love and that. then, and how they all got there a different way. Yeah. Cool. To yeah, like, like figure that. out and be like, you came from this and they came from this, but they're still like big old family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love it. As they're going like, to remix the Adams family song to be the bandit family. Oh my gosh, please do. Yeah, they would. <laughs> 
James would. I don't know if the others would be game for that. That's so true. <laughs> he'd probably be in the back rewriting the lyrics and they'd ask him to leave. So <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, we're doing none of that. Thank you, though. We're doing none of that. I don't know. Maybe Caroline would, would get in on that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome so what was the hardest scene for you to write i don't probably the the big like the big reveal at the end i can't really say obviously what it is but making sure all of the clues that you find out throughout the whole book Mm -hmm. like wrapped up to make sense that was really hard because i didn't want people to be like well what like but you never like told us or we never saw any little snippet of it like i want I want you to be in the dark with it, obviously, but I want you to like get to the reveal and then be able to go back and see where the clues were. Yeah. So I don't absolutely. want you to guess it before you get there, but pulling off a big reveal with a mystery is is yeah. something. For I it to like be like, I could oh. do it again. Yeah, I get <laughs> it now. I okay. Once I could not do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ended up. I would send that chapter to friends a lot that hadn't read it or anything. And be like, mm-hmm. how shocked are you? <laughs> like, do you believe it? Or are you like, do you believe it and you're shocked? Or are you just shocked and you think I'm crazy? <laughs> like, yeah, are you shocked and confused or shocked and surprised? <laughs> yeah, I need like, if you're confused, I need to go back. I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It needs to, it's like that, um, that one song that was trending, the like, she knows song. Yeah. Yeah, you need to like, kind of feel that in your brain and be like, hold up. <laughs> like, Wait, Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like ripping the rug out from under somebody. Yeah, that's totally fair. I was genuinely shocked at that moment. That's I was like, so bad. oh. But it made sense though, right? Yes, I was like, wait okay, a minute. Good. This totally makes sense. But like, I definitely did not see that coming. Like, when you get to that part, I was kind of like, okay, where's this going? And then I was like, oh my gosh. Like, why are we in here? When I- <laughs> yeah, what is, where are we, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. So yeah, I was genuinely shocked. But like, I did, I definitely, like, I didn't go back and reread, but I could definitely feel the clues. Like, as you yeah. said it in the big reveal, I was like, okay, this makes sense in, like, where it came from. Yeah. And I was like, And oh, it explains awesome. a lot of characters' personalities that you're kind of like, some people, you're like, this person's horrible. Why? You know? Yeah. And then you <laughs> realize, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it you did a great a job with that. trial that, so. and error. Yeah, I bet. The original reveal was kind of like, it made no sense. And then I had to go back and be like, why doesn't this make sense? <laughs> so it took a lot of work. So I'm glad. I'm glad you were shocked. Thank yes, you. I was genuinely. I feel like that would be, that's so hard because it's like, you have to make sure that you're not giving too much away that people who like are avid mystery people are not like, okay, I got this straight away right from the beginning. And then you have to make it kind of easy enough that people who aren't mystery readers that come into it and go, oh, okay, yeah, that actually does make sense. And I get that. And like, I am shocked. So yeah, it's it's a very fine line. and It's super hard. It was difficult, but I did my best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it worked. But and you can't, you can't do it to where the people are like, they feel like you just wanted something to shock them. Yes. Because that happens a lot with mysteries where it's like, you walk in and find someone dead. And you're like, this was just like here to scare me or here to right. shock me. Like, I didn't want a mystery that was like, I'm just trying to scare you. Like, yeah, I like, like, I like mysteries that make you feel uncomfortable, but not mm-hmm. like, not to where they're like, I had no idea that was coming. Like, you're just trying to freak me out, you know? Yeah. It's but just like, like it, you want something that's, and they right. advertise it as a mystery and you're like, no, you just want to freak me out. No, nope, this was just for the thrills. <laughs> yeah. This was just to creep me out. Yeah. And you're like, and it has no reason to the story. So I just, right. I wanted there to be a reason and I wanted the reader to kind of understand. Oh, it sets up everything else in the other books so you know right 
Yeah, I was like, it's good to feel like kind of uncomfortable in the background, but not so much that it like prohibits the rest of the story. Like, yeah, you're, you're thinking about, you know, the curse and a couple other things going on and like why we feel uncomfortable. But like, it's not yeah. so much that you're not like paying attention to, you know, so not so you're, story. you're yeah. like, you're just worried more about the curse than like, right. What's going on? You're kind of worried about them finding out about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, what's going to happen to them? Not necessarily. Is everything going crazy? Like, yeah. Is everyone okay? <laughs> is everyone okay? Yeah. Like for it's the totally most part, fair. I kind of wanted like the rest of the um, the castle kind of has no clue. Yeah. Any of it. And it's more of Lillian being like, am I crazy? Right. <laughs> like these things actually happening? No. And like, me? why does nobody care? I mean, obviously it's on the back cover that, you know, royals are dying all the time. And she's kind of like, why does nobody care? Right. Like, why is nobody paying attention to it? Can paying attention to this like is is it like not a big deal am i wrong for freaking is out is it just me <laughs> is it just me is nobody else am i the problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's playing anti-hero <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally like i am the problem here yeah oh that's awesome so alternatively what was your favorite scene to write the ball where um obviously enchanted is a big big inspiration for that scene and i like directly reference enchanted <laughs> Yeah. In that song. So I think that song, that scene was my favorite because I was also listening to Enchanted while I wrote it. So (laughs) it was a big fairy tale moment where necessarily like the whole book up until that point, there had been some some really dark (laughs) scenes happening. And that was just like a nice little happy fairy tale moment (laughs) Yeah, before everything went down. (laughs) Absolutely. Yep. There it is. (laughs) And it's sort of like the first like hint of like, Lillian and Henry might not hate each other. Right, yeah. The first so. two lovers situation that we get. Yeah, the first where you're like, oh, he doesn't hate her. Aw. He's actually just really mean for no reason. <laughs> boys, you know? Yeah, boys. Like the whole, if he's mean to you, he likes you. It's like, no, no, that's not a good That's not a good way to live. Yeah, <laughs> to get that together. That. Yeah, I don't think that's a good way to live. That's totally fair. I love yeah. that. This episode is sponsored by Audible from Amazon. We all know I'm obsessed with audiobooks. Audible from Amazon is the perfect way to get all of my favorites in one place. Anytime I feel like I need a good cry, I listen to the Audible exclusive version of A House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Mass. When the latest training book comes out and I don't have time to physically read it, I head to Audible. For one low monthly price, you get a select book or two of your choosing to keep forever, and you gain access to exclusive Audible members-only content. So if you've ever thought about trying audiobooks, want to be able to listen to your favorites whenever you want, or you're just obsessed with audiobooks like me, then you need to check out Audible by Amazon. Click the link in the show notes for a free trial or head over to www.audibletrial.com backslash the bookish banter podcast. So do you have any advice for new authors or aspiring writers? Listen to a lot of music. <laughs> I feel like a lot of my scenes or a lot of my inspiration, like even the title came from listening to music. And I feel like people are like, read other books, read other books, which is important, but everyone's saying that. So I think like sit down with a notebook and like shuffle your music Mm -hmm. and maybe just like, if you don't have a whole story idea, maybe just make like a short story based off of a song that plays, like go listen to Midnight's and like listen to Mastermind or something, make like a little tiny story of like the person that Mastermind is like the point of view of or something like that. Yeah. It's like. That's how I got the ball scene was listening to Enchanted. And I was like, why isn't this in a book? Yeah. <laughs> that song is like just such a little fairy tale when you're listening to it. And you're like, this is so pretty. So 
I think music, music helps me a lot. That's awesome. We get different advice from like every single person I interview. And oh, really? Always no, I want to know what they say. I, I ask the same it question every me. time. <laughs> I'm not like an aspiring writer. I'll never write anything. It's just too much. But I feel like there's a lot of people <laughs> that are never. looking to. Yeah. <laughs> never say never. It's never say never. That's fair. I don't know. I don't have enough <laughs> ideas in my head. But I might now if I go and listen to a bunch of music, I might have ideas. <laughs> yeah. You might be like, oh, she's on to something. Like, I told you. This is a great idea. But I ask the question every time and everyone always has a totally different answer. And it's, yeah. it's like well, all a across the board. Writing. Nobody ever writes the same way. Yeah, that's so like, true. Yeah, that's why like when people are like, this book was just like this. I'm like, but it wasn't though. Like people might have like similar ideas or like when they're like, this book's similar to Throne of Glass. I'm like, yes, but they will never write it the way Sarah J. Mass did. Yeah. Or someone might write a book that's similar to Stalking Jack the Ripper. And if there is one, I want it. Because yeah. they'll never write it know. the way she wrote it. So it's, I I don't think, people will have the same ideas, but you'll never do the idea the same way. I, I don't always think say there's this. ever too many books of a certain plot line. Like, go ahead and write a book about a princess, a curse, and a bandit. I doubt it will be my book. And yeah. I love it because I love those things. So That's so true. I always yeah. say that. I'm like, there's no original ideas out there anymore. They've, no, they've all are. been written about. Everything's <laughs> been done, so you might as well just do the way you want it. Right. Like if you if you've read a, a ton of versions of something or like retellings and you're like, but nobody's done it this way, then do it that way. <laughs> like, yeah, then you do it. Got to do it, and then you might think a retelling is completely original and wonderful just because you haven't read the other version that someone else has read. Right. So it's just everyone. Everyone's gonna write a bad review. You might as well have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone is just ready to write a bad review, so just go ahead. <laughs> you might as well just do it because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might as well be having fun because they're going to find something to not like anyway. So, and I feel like if you're putting it out there, you're proud of it. Like, there's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I love, I love my book. I know it's not written perfectly. I know there's probably a ton of plot holes. I love it and I'm good with it. (laughs) Like, I know I've had people be like, well, why did you write it this way? I'm like, because I like it. I don't, (laughs) I don't care. Because I didn't think about that back then. Thank you, though. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, or I've had a lot of people be like, why wasn't James the main character? Why was it Henry? And I'm like, because in my brain, James wouldn't have made as good of a main character as Henry. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, everyone. Henry got the first line, okay? (laughs) Henry Henry got the, he was the first page of the book. Like, not not even Lillian. And he would probably have that, want that on his grave. Be like, I was the main character. I started this thing. (laughs) so yeah yeah everyone everyone's gonna hate you and it's for something you do anyway they might not hate you obviously but they'll hate something you did so yeah just have have a blast that's, <laughs> that's so what true. books are for anyway they're not like i mean making money off of them is great but like at the end of the day we like books because we enjoy them so if one person enjoys it then you wrote a good book so yeah and it's like there's so many out there and there's so many opportunities yeah. for it and like we're all in somebody's it gonna think your book is their favorite Right. <laughs> yeah. Which authors do you look up to the most or like inspire you the most? Um, Cassandra Clare, definitely. And um, James Riley, who wrote a lot of children's books. So most mm-hmm. people probably won't know who I'm talking about. But I absolutely adored James Riley's books when I was younger. And they were why I liked writing little fan fictions for my friend. And he actually bought my book. <laughs> Oh my god! Which I feel like I have to say because I almost cried. I had I mentioned him in the acknowledgments, him mm-hmm. and Cassandra Clare, because they were like the big inspirations. I had no idea that he would like see it or anything, but I obviously both sent them a picture of the acknowledgments just so they're aware that like their name is mentioned. Yeah. And 
I didn't expect him to actually see it. Oh. <laughs> and he saw it and answered, and he was like, I just ordered your book. Like, thank you for putting me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I thought you weren't actually supposed to see it. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. It's fine. I'm like, no, fine. I'm not crying. James, it's fine. I'm like, I also have a character named James, so I just want to let you know that isn't you. <laughs> I just like your name. Okay. Don't be offended. He's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I that's cried so cool. a lot. I called up my friend who um, also liked his books when we were like 12 and I called her and we were both yeah. like, oh my gosh. That must have been so surreal. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, so yeah. So him him and Cassandra Clare. Yeah, very cool. I my number one. Yeah, and Marissa Meyer, of course. Yeah, but she makes you cry, but she makes me cry, so I didn't mention her first. Why, Marissa? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, and Stephanie Garber. Stephanie yes. Garber has the most magical way of writing. She can make anything sound fancy. That's so, so true. I would have to agree. She could describe an ice cream cone, and I'd be like, "This is the most magical ice cream I've ever heard of." <laughs> this is so whimsical. Wow, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, she's really good at that. That's awesome. So what was your favorite part about the whole writing process, being published, cover design, all that kind of stuff? Mm, probably um, when I ordered the first copy, like when I got the first proof copy, <laughs> that was really cool. Because like seeing the cover on your computer is really cool. But then like when you're actually like holding it, it's it's completely different. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, I bet like physically having it in your hands is like mm-hmm. so surreal and just like a totally yeah. different or experience. seeing other people with it. Yeah. When they texted me on like the release day that they had pre-ordered it and it came and they're like a selfie of them holding it. And I'm like, that's my baby. Uh. <laughs> like a mom at graduation. I'm like, that's my kid. <laughs> You're like, that's mine. You have that in real life. That's so cool. Yeah. It was really cool. I'm like, does it smell good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you like it? Are you having a good time? <laughs> Are you having a good time? Yeah. Or tell me how you like it. That's my that's my question all the time. It's, well, did you like it? Who's your favorite character? That's probably what I annoy people with. Is they'll be like, I finished your book. Who's your favorite character? So what do they know. usually say? Uh, James. Yeah. He's a he's a staple. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> Who was your favorite? Um, mine was her handmaiden, whose name I can't really? pronounce. Yeah, Corinne. <laughs> Corinne. Is that how you say Nobody it? Nobody has said her. That yeah. is so nice. I'm I so really glad. Liked her. I had so many people think she was gonna be evil. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. She's like the <laughs> sweetest thing. And I'm like, okay, if you think so. She seems so nice. She gave me a big, like, Throne of Glass vibes. Um, Aww. Who was the one in, from Blood and Ash, Poppy's friend that was, oh, like, I her handmaiden? Oh, I haven't read that yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. She gave I think me big... the, like, the princess and the maid is just such a cute little friendship in most yeah. books. So I was like, I want her to have one. <laughs> yeah, and if it's, like, done really well where they get to be, like, a part of it and it's not just that, mm-hmm. like, I didn't, you know. Yeah. Originally, she didn't get to go mm-hmm. on all the things. Lillian, like, snuck out and did it on her own. And I was like, uh, safety in numbers, honey. Yeah. You're very young. <laughs> you should probably take someone with you. You probably need some moral support, so. <laughs> yeah, and then originally I, like, wrote a guard and then it was just, like, some guy hanging out. And I was like, you shouldn't be here. I don't like this. So he got <laughs> cut. <laughs> And then Corinne was written, so yeah, I, I really her. liked her. So that made I, that made me very happy. Thank yeah, you. I'm really bad at pronouncing names, so I was like, I I'm just gonna call well, her. Well, I spelled it weirdly. I spelled yeah. it really weirdly because she's supposed to be from somewhere that's very far off and like foreign to um, where Lillian is from. So I yeah. wanted her name to not just be spelt the normal way of Corinne. So totally fair. So, I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm awesome. so happy now. Nobody has told me that she's their favorite. So. <laughs> yeah, I really liked her character. I was like, oh, I want more of her. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll get more of her. So oh, perfect. She's, she's in it a lot. Can you tell us, like, spoiler-free, what the rest of the series is going to be about? Or is that is there too many spoilers in there? Oh. Um, no, I don't think so. Because, okay. I mean, from, like, the beginning, it's obvious Lillian is going to help them, the bandits, try to break the curse. So <laughs> in the next book she is. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of where she is in the first book is not the same. There's a lot of um going to different places um that they talk about. They will okay. actually go to. And there's a lot of there's a lot of magic and so it's, it's a little bit darker I think nice. than the first one. So because there's a lot more magic, so with the more magic there's a lot of not so good magic so yeah so it's it's a lot less of like a lot less royalty and a lot more magic okay because the, one. Cause the nice. first one is obviously very palace focused yeah and the rules of being a princess this one's more of the rules of not being a princess yeah <laughs> perfect awesome yeah. i love i like it it's being pain- a pain right now but yeah so when is that one scheduled to come out or do you have a schedule for it i have well i have the exact date but i have said just winter okay now i haven't announced when it is because i don't know for sure until i talk to like my editor if she can have it done by that day but yeah winter 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 of this year which also fits the vibe of the book it had to be like the season yeah the book takes place yeah yeah (laughs) like if you're not freezing when you read this you can't put it down you can't you can't turn up the ac <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so true so what's kind of the schedule for the re- release of the next few books is it just gonna be like one every year going I'm thinking, forward i'm thinking one every year i think doing awesome. more than that they're very they're very Much. um they're very heavily plotted <laughs> like yeah there's a lot of characters and i think that doing too many of them i'd probably end up forgetting people or Yes. People's storylines wouldn't be done as well as I'd want them to. So I don't think I could do more than a year. <laughs> oh, totally. Fair. And I have other books like within that the year of okay. like, different things. Cause there's obviously like the five months time of like editing and publishing where I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm waiting for it to be done. So there might be other things, but there's no way I could do more of these. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> two in a year, do like two of them. I'd probably totally have fair. a breakdown. <laughs> I support that. <laughs> awesome. So where can everybody find you if they want to follow you on the internet? <laughs> I am only on Instagram. Okay. Because I don't know how to work anything else. Totally fair. So it's just Louise K. Everett on Instagram. Awesome. So. And is your book available wherever it's books right, are sold? For right now, it is only available on Amazon. Okay. But I will have... um. I'm like working on a special edition of it that okay. would be out everywhere. Oh. And yeah, to, to kind of test out like distributing it other places than Amazon, mm-hmm. I will probably try it that way and see if see if working with other places is nice or not. And then and then the first book will be available everywhere in paperback too if it works. Okay. So for now okay. it's only Amazon, but Totally fair. We'll see. <laughs> then I'm working with awesome. a, um, an artist to try and um, make a map. I'm like, we should have a whole yeah. map. So I, I mean, that would honestly help me to be like, oh, you have to go like this yeah. that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. A whiteboard isn't cutting it anymore. Totally so, fair. Yeah. So I'd like to have um, a special edition with a map or hardback or 
Yeah. Something like that. So we'll see. Okay. So we'll I'll have the, to keep an eye out for that. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Same totally cover. Fair. Yeah. Same cover, but just there might be some fancy stuff on the inside. Or I have scenes that were cut, so maybe I'll like Ooh. kind of bonus. Bonus chapter. Maybe I'll give everyone the James they want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like James doing something really normal. I don't know. Yeah, like a James POV chapter. <laughs> it's just him like getting groceries somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like you wanted it. This is all he's up to. This is what you got. <laughs> this is awesome. what you get. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Well, those are all the questions that I have. Sorry for all the dog barking. No, you're fine. <laughs> he, wanted totally to be, fine. he wanted to be on here. He has his own opinions. Yeah. He's saying he actually wrote it. My dogs are usually he, there, so you're fine. He's like, she's faking. I wrote it. He's like, it was me. I edited it. <laughs> it was me. I'm the editor. He's like, link, link in bio for yeah. getting me to be your editor. For my rates. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking the time and I will link your Instagram below so everyone can go ahead and follow you and I'll add a link to um, where to buy your book on Amazon. Well, thank you. Yeah. It was a lot so of much. fun. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, and like I said. For this... loving Corinne. <laughs> yeah. Being Corinne's only fan. Yeah, I really will. I'll be here. I'll be your number one for sure. Yeah, I'll make you a shirt or something. I'll take up that mantle. No, no worries there. Yeah, nobody else is gonna do it, so I'll, I'll to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a team. I'll make a group. Okay, she I'll convince everyone. It. Yeah, She's working just as hard. You know, it's not appreciated. Absolutely. Arguably harder, but yes. Arguably, yeah, exactly. She's doing Who's a lot. Getting the chores done during all this. It's not Lillian, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not her. Awesome. Talk to you later. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure to follow Louise on Instagram and check out her book where Iron Meets Flame on Amazon. Everything is linked below in the show notes. As a reminder, we are still reading the Poppy Wars trilogy for the January book club read. We are on The Burning God by RF Kuang. If you guys want to join in for that before we get into our February book club read, we will be deciding this week. So if you guys are interested, definitely check out the Discord to vote on our February book club read. Also, a fun new announcement for the Patreon. I will be covering Game of Thrones with my friend Caitlin, aka Casey Smith, who wrote A Lust for Blood. We will be doing an in-depth deep dive into Game of Thrones, the book versus the show on the Patreon page. And that will be for the book babe tier and above. So if you guys are interested in doing the Game of Thrones deep dive with us, definitely check that out. And check out the Patreon for all of our regular bonus episodes as well. Next week's episode will be a review of X's and O's by Amy Lee with my co-hosts from the Reading Materials podcast. I'm super excited, so definitely tune in for that one. We will be launching a Valentine's Day collection of merch on the website, so keep an eye out for that and tune in next week to our review of X's and O's. Thank you for listening to the Bookish Banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week.